Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. You know that conversation that you've been dreading? The one with the staff person who isn't pulling his weight? The one about the downsizing in your department? The one with the nurse who's rude to certain types of patients? The one with your spouse about your waning interest in the relationship? The one with your friend who's always late? You know the conversation that you're dreading because we all have them. And sometimes we put them off until we can't avoid them. And then we blurt out things that we later regret. This podcast is going to prep you for that next tough talk. Now, the prep doesn't start with finding the right words. It doesn't start with finding the right time or the right location. It starts with mindful reflection. When it's time to reflect, I ask myself this question a lot. Is the view worth the climb? What I mean by that is this. I'm going to be putting a lot of emotional energy into the conversation. Now that's the climb. When it's all said and done, if the best case scenario happens, will it have been worth my investment? That's the view. You've got to have your own way of measuring whether or not it's worth it to have a tough talk. However you measure, be sure that you're not practicing avoidance or simply wimping out. If you decide not to tackle the subject, be sure that your reasons for not dealing with it align with your core values. We do talk ourselves out of things just because we don't want to be uncomfortable or we're afraid of the reaction from the other person. There are times when we legitimately fear retaliation or repercussions. As you're assessing, be real with yourself about your fears. Don't let them control you or hold you hostage. Acknowledge each fear and then move through each one. Somebody once told me that fear is false evidence appearing real. I actually think that's nonsense. Fears are real and they can be rooted in past experiences with the person. But that does not mean that we can't take action toward building dialogue. So now, you started with the hard prep work by figuring out your thoughts, your emotions, your fears, your reservations, and whatever else is related to the tough talk. You also have to give serious consideration to your behavior. What have you contributed to the need for the tough talk? Can you be honest with yourself about your patterns of responses, your actions, your reactions? Could they be problematic? Is there anything in you that may limit your effectiveness in the tough talk? You've got to be self-aware to look at yourself. It's important It'll give you important data about you. You'd also be well served by asking really trusted confidence what they've observed about you. Your confidence will be able to give you honest, clear information. But you have to find people who care enough about you to tell you the truth. Use that 
information to maximize your effectiveness. Now it's time to think about the conversation. What's your end game? What do you want from it? Are you looking for problem resolution? Do you want to share how you feel, felt, or have been feeling? Do you want to end or significantly alter the relationship? Are you looking for new or different behaviors? Do you want to put your heads together to create new alternatives? Do you want to be heard? Exactly what do you want? It's really important to think about the why. Why this conversation matters so much to you and exactly what you want to accomplish through it. If you know what you want to accomplish, you're better able to focus or direct the conversation and the interaction. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that you need to be unilateral. I'm saying that you need to begin with clarity of intent. Without that clarity, it's very easy to get derailed. It's especially easy to get derailed by master manipulators. They're skilled at turning things around to suit them. That's why I say, think through what you want from the conversation. Once you know what you want, you can focus and frame appropriately. For example, if my goal is to generate solutions to a performance problem, I'll start by saying that I want to brainstorm ways to tackle a downward trend in the person's performance. If my goal is to ask a partner for different behavior, maybe more attention, I'm probably going to begin with a clear statement of how the current behavior is impacting me and our relationship. In both cases, I'm going to open the door for them to share their perspectives. It's not just me telling them what to do. But I want to be clear. Hearing their perspective, it'll be enlightening, but it doesn't negate what you want or need from them. If we need better performance, we need better performance. If we need more attention from a partner, we need more attention. So up to this point, we've done a lot of the mental prep by reflecting on the emotions and other psychological stuff related to the tough talk, figuring out what we want. Now, it's time to pull out your crystal ball. You got to be a soothsayer. This is when we analyze best and worst case scenarios. This really is guesswork. While I think that sometimes we think we know the other person, their MO, how they'll respond, and their objectives based on our history with them, there's always a chance that we'll be surprised. As you start thinking through scenarios, give thought to the consequences of each. Remember, consequences run on a continuum. Don't immediately polarize to black or white, either or. Remember that there's a gray zone. You're not just thinking about the consequences of the conversation. You're also thinking about the consequences of getting what you want or of not getting what you want. Now, some people may say this is wasted energy because it's all guesswork. I don't agree with that. I think it's useful to think about consequences. For me, it helps me decide how deeply I'm willing to go. If I can deal with the consequences, I'll go all in. I'll go deep. 
We haven't quite gotten to specific skills and prep. Just bear with me. You still have to establish the time and the location, and then you have to frame the conversation. So you're almost ready for the tough talk. Think about the time and the place. Consider a place that's quiet and private where interruptions are less likely. I think it's really important to think about the venue and to pick the right one. Now, you may hear that and think, Joanne, that's a power play. Well, it is a power play. What's wrong with having a little advantage? Select a place where you feel comfortable. If it's possible to find neutral ground where you both feel comfortable, great. If not, I'm on team you, so find a place that's best for you. Your next consideration is timing. You got to think about timing. Is there a time of day when you're most clear-headed? For me, it's mid-morning through midday. Is there a time when you know that you're more calm? Set the time based on your needs. Consider when you have the most mental energy, the most self-control, even the most patience. You also need to think about how much time do you really need for the conversation. Don't schedule 10 minutes for what should be a one-hour conversation. If you're both pressed for time, just wait. Wait until you have enough time to deal with the issues. Don't allow yourself to be squeezed into a time constraint that won't work, that won't work for you. It's just better to wait for a more appropriate time. So now, you did your prep. You've selected the time and the place. Now, how are you going to invite the person to the conversation? Sometimes it's really easy. If it's with an employee that you supervise, you just tell them that you want to talk when and where. But if the tough talk is with your boss, a board member, or a colleague, what if it's with a family member? Then you need to really think about how best to approach the subject. I tend to be very direct. My natural approach would be to say, I'd appreciate time to talk. They may ask what I want to discuss, and I'm most likely to say, There are a few things that have been on my mind that I'd like for us to develop some clarity about. You know you. I don't know you. Find language that will work for you and invite the other person to the conversation. When you do this, don't trivialize or minimize the importance of the conversation. Make sure that they understand that this matters to you. If you trivialize and minimize, so will they. So here we are. Now it's time for the conversation. How are you going to start the dialogue? I've already told you I lean towards a really direct approach. I think it's important to simply state your why, the reason that you need to have this tough talk. I also think it's important to establish acceptable norms for the conversation. I want you to take time and think through the norms that will work for you and potentially for the other person. Maybe one of the norms will be to listen with a whole heart. This means that both of you will listen with compassion and empathy. Another norm may be to be brave. 
I'm forever indebted to Megan Radcliffe of Seattle, Washington for this norm. Being brave means speaking your truth, sharing your feelings without reservation or trepidation. You may even want to propose working to resolution as another norm. This means that the two of you will commit to collaborating to resolve the issue. Another very important norm may be no digital distractions. That means each of you will give the other the courtesy of being fully present. Fully present. That means ignoring texts, ignoring emails, and any other distractions. Now, you got the norms down. It's time to focus on your case. Prepare to clearly, concisely state your case. This is really hard when you're dealing with people who interrupt a lot. One of my pet peeves is being interrupted. So a good strategy is to ask them on the front end to allow you to be heard without interruption. When you make that ask, wait. Wait for an affirmative confirmation that they'll give you that respect by honoring your request. Not interrupting applies to you too. Commit to listening and not interrupting. I know you're probably thinking to yourself, well, what if they say no if I ask them not to interrupt? Well, that's when you know you're dealing with a jerk. So only continue the tough talk if it's something that really is a matter of survival. Remember, there really are a few people in this world who are impossible to communicate with. So I want to go back to clearly and concisely stating your case. I like the rule of three. Have three key points that you want to convey. Really, I'm serious, no more than three. If you have more than three critical points, you probably need a professional mediator. So hone it down to three messages that they must hear, that they absolutely must hear. Be prepared to provide an example for each of those messages or each of those points. Now, the other person may need clarification, so open the door. Allow them to ask questions so that they can develop a better understanding. Now, I got a caution here. Don't get derailed and lose focus because of their questions. Redirect back to your three key points. I think it's also important to be able to articulate a specific ask. Just what is it that you want from them? Make it clear for each point. Your ask is important. Your needs should be met in this conversation and beyond. Tough talk is not just your opportunity to vent. You've got to be certain that you demonstrate a willingness to hear their story. Their perspective may be enlightening, and hearing it may move you closer to a mutually satisfactory outcome. A mutually satisfactory outcome can mean lots of different things. It may mean that you have to give them more support, clearer direction, more space, or whatever it is that they need. Ask them. Find out what they need from you. It's not a one-way street. 
Be honest about what you will and will not do, what you can or cannot do. Ask them about their assumptions. What are the things that they haven't articulated but thought were understood and true? I think it's really interesting when I find out that I'm operating under a completely different set of assumptions than the person that I have to have a tough talk with. I remember being really irritated with a client because of their response to a focus group. They were looking at me like I had three heads when I was reviewing the themes and asking them for their thoughts and their insights. A couple of members of the senior team got a little hostile and extremely defensive. When I had the tough talk with the CEO, it was clear that she thought focus groups were training sessions after a survey. I knew that focus groups were for data gathering. I thought I had done a thorough job explaining how focus groups would be conducted and how they work. She and I were clearly, clearly, clearly operating under a different set of assumptions, and we had to reset to move forward. In that reset, we each acknowledged our communication breakdown. I acknowledged the fact that I should have ensured that she understood, that she really understood what a focus group is and how to fit it into the climate assessment that we were doing. She acknowledged that she hadn't really read the design or been paying attention when we were discussing the, ne- the methods that I was going to use for data gathering. As you're having the conversation, don't be afraid of emotion. Don't be afraid of your emotions and don't be afraid of their emotions. I'm not saying that you should subject yourself to verbal abuse. We know when we're dealing with tough situations, emotions, passions, they're part of the process, they're part of the package. Don't squash yours or ask them to squash theirs. Allow whatever surfaces to surface. It may be hard, depending on the nature and the context of the conversation, it may be even harder. But it's also necessary. Emotions are real. Pretending that they don't exist will get you nowhere. Be prepared for disagreement. It's okay to disagree. And you can disagree without being mean-spirited or unkind. Remember, there's a difference between a disagreement and an argument. Try to be civil when you're disagreeing. Try to maintain your own self-control and your own self-esteem. Allow the other person to leave the conversation whole. Don't diminish them. We don't have any reason to deeply wound another human being. What you're looking for is dialogue. Dialogue that's aimed at resolution. You don't want to create an enemy or an adversary. So keep that in mind when you're having the tough talk. Well, you've reflected. You've framed the conversation, you've established norms, and you've had the conversation. It may have concluded the way that you wanted it to. There may have been unexpected surprises. It may have even, in spite of your best efforts, been a disaster. Win, lose, or draw, you gave it your best effort. As you keep using the approaches that we've covered, I think you'll find yourself being way more comfortable with the tough talk. 
Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope that you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe to get more relevant leadership learning. Check out my YouTube channel to stay prepared for leading in an ever-evolving world.